praise the Lord. Let's look to the Lord. Father God, we praise you. We thank you for what you have done this far, Lord, Father God, as we bring to you, Lord, Father God, this message, Father God. I'm asking you to hide me behind the cross. Only you be seen, Lord, Father God. I am nothing, but you are everything to me. So, Father God, preach this word today. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. And all God's people said, amen. Good morning, family. Good morning, family. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it, giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who reigns in my life. Welcome back to our wonderful pastor and first lady. We are so happy that you are back, and I thank you so much for the opportunity to bring forth the word to my sanctuary family and friends. I thank you and I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To my beautiful daughters, Tyane and Darnisha, I love you so much and my son in his absence. To my beautiful wife, my rock, my partner, my best friend, my prayer partner, I love you. I praise you. If you have your Bibles, let's get into the Word right away. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 9, verse 18 to 22. Matthew chapter 18, verse, chapter 9, verse 18, and we're going to read from 18 all the way down. We're going to do the whole, the whole part of that all the way down. I stopped at 22, but we're going to read that whole passage. When you have it said, I have the word, we'll wait a few more minutes. Matthew chapter 9, verse 18, all the way down. And it reads, while he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshiped him, saying, my daughter has just died, but come and lay your hands on her, and she will live. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said that herself, if only I may touch the, his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around when he saw her. He said, be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd wailing, he said to them, Make room for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. <laughs> and the ridiculed him. They ridiculed him. But when the crowd was put us outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went out into all the land. And I'm going to key in to that script part of the verse was, for she said to herself, if I only can make touch the garment, I shall be healed. The title of my message is Faith to Touch the Hem of His Garment. Faith to Touch the Hem of His Garment. Mm. 
Matthew, Mark, and Luke record for his use this remarkable sudden interruption in the life of Jesus, of late Jesus, of the lady with the blood issue. You can almost see Jesus talking to John's disciples about fasting when the ruler approached Jesus, whose daughter had died. Jesus was leaving with the ruler and suddenly bursting upon the scene, this woman whose faith is so uncharacteristic of the time to touch the hem of his garment. I want to talk to you for a moment today and open your lives, open your eyes and your life as the life of the woman is laid before us and allow her faith to be challenged and our faith. I have three points today. Faith to reflect Jesus, faith to come as you are, and faith to make contact. First, faith to reflect of, of Jesus. We learn so much of faith from this woman. As we look into her faith, we see that her faith was a reflection of Jesus. Faith is supernatural. Although Jesus was in the world, he worked in the realm of the whole supernatural. He did things that while he was there that no one in the in the that no one or no man could like that no man could do. Like heal the sick, raise the dead, feed five thousand people with a young boy's lunch. No one did that because he had supernatural power. This woman had tried all the natural means of trying to be healed of her womb, but she had no choice but to rely on him. So for 12 years, she has suffered for so long. In Luke chapter 8, verse 43, a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. In Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 26, it reads, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She has suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and has spent all she had yet. Instead of getting better, she grew worse. How many times we try to fix something, but we make, make it worse. And all we had to do is call on the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to help us. He said to cast your cares on us because he cares for you. Having tried all your resources left to the realm of faith, in Jesus, she felt the sense of all-conquering power. She believed that he had the resources that could make her whole again. His resources were available. Her faith allowed her to discover those resources that are available through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. She believed with all her heart that somehow these resources of healing were for her. And even though she felt that she was unimportant and not to be used by God, Jesus was talking with the rulers and the sovereign God and was busy. She was still wanting to get close to God and she knew he could help her. Two things that bring men and women to Jesus Christ a deep felt personal needs, and a genuine faith. She had both of them 
and was acceptable to the Lord. No barriers of his love. Faith knows no barriers. To place upon our faith is really not faith, but sight. As this woman approached Jesus, there was no barriers to hinder him from loving her. The woman needed a private only with Jesus because he was only one could understand her. It is his love that we want when the world says, leave us alone. And even our friends, even our Christian friends could say you think, think you have problems. Look at mine. I got problems too. But Jesus loves and cares for us. No one else loves us the way he does. His love draws us to him. Many barriers have placed upon our lives and in her life because of her condition. She lived understood. She lived and understood barriers. But the condition state was no barrier for Jesus. His love transcends all boundaries and barriers in life. Not even the barriers of believing she would interrupt Jesus or stop her. The interruption became opportunity for her to experience the love of Jesus. No person in need ever interfered with Jesus' ministry, even today. Her faith reflects the goodness of Jesus. For it is his goodness that turns our problems into an occasion of hope. Again, his goodness that turns our problem into an occasion of hope. There is, a, there is in Christ, even in the darkest days, reason for hope. He has his power to fill each and every one of our lives with hope and light. This woman believed this and thus experienced it. Point number two, faith comes just as I am. Faith comes just as I am. This woman also brings to us another fact of faith. We can go to Jesus just as we are. This woman had no other choice but to come to Jesus just as she was. Through all her means of trying to be healed with no success, she turned to Jesus just as she was. For 12 long years, this woman had no life. She was not allowed to, make, to take part in worship or any festivities in the, in the land. She could not visit her neighbors or friends or in the field she might make them unclean. Even her family life was at a distance. She was looking and longing to have her life back. Mm. This was a great step of faith for this woman. What if Jesus refused to see her? What if he would have told his disciples, uh, keep, keep her away from me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with something else. But I believe that she thought of this and thus sought only to touch the hem of his garment without being noticed. She came to Jesus by faith to be healed. We gathered the notion that we must somehow first get clean first, get ourselves cleaned up and put our best clothes and get ourselves washed of all 
that we're going through and then go see him. But it says in the word, just come as you are. But he called for us to come to him just as we are. And by faith, we are ushered into his presence to receive his love. His touch of healing, it is his touch that makes us whole again. I remember my father used to watch Billy Graham on TV, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I never understood, because he used to preach long for me. But I remember his song that he used to sing during altar call, and it said, just as I am without one plea, but the blood was shed just for me, and thou it bids me come to thee. O Lamb of God, I come, I come, just as I am. That's how this woman came to Jesus, just as she is. My final point is faith to make contact. Is our faith strong enough to allow us to make contact? I'm glad you asked. Again, we help by this woman's faith. Her faith would allow her to do anything but to make contact. The single thought in her mind and lips was to get close enough just to touch the hem of his garment. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 21, it said, She said to herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. When, when, she, when she touched it, it was, it was if time stood still. It was looking like a motion picture, and it was so amazing how it was a moving, how it was so moving about this scene that it was almost as time stopped still, and the crowd stopped, and Jesus was able to focus on her. But then Jesus realized that she was the only one that existed at that time. She was simply a poor woman lost in the crowd. She was someone to whom Jesus gave her whole of himself. Mm. Through her making contact and touching the hem of a garment, she was made well. In Mark chapter 5, verse 29, it said, Immediately... Her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. It wasn't a long time. It was immediately. It stopped, and she was healed. How do we make contact? By faith. We do not study theologically or even hear sermons of preaching. We simply need to reach out by faith to Jesus. We must learn to touch Jesus where we are. In our affliction, in our weakness, in our strength, we must learn to reach out and allow him to touch us. And he will heal us. In closing, where are you in your faith? Are you still trying to live in the world and want us to live? Are we still trying to live like the world wants us to live? Some of you are dealing with issues in your life that have been bothering you more than 12 years. And you have tried to deal with them in your own self-effort only to find the flow is still there. It is time to exhibit faith 
that is supernaturally and come to Jesus just as you are to make contact with him who can heal you. Make a conscious decision to come to Jesus. Quit trying to improve yourself and come to Jesus just as you are. Because remember, he is the author and the perfecter of your faith. Give up, give in, and let Jesus. To touch the hem of his garment, we must simply come as you are in faith, believing he can touch us back. I believe that God has a plan for each one of our lives. So we just need to make sure that we contact, we make contact with him. We reflect on his goodness. And we come as you are. Let's stand. Today, my first appeal is for people who are tired of suffering and ready to touch the hem of his garment, to turn your life over to him. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says that if you confess in your mouth, and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead you will be saved so this is your opportunity to come to him he'll never leave you he'll never leave you and he's waiting for you to come he's ready to touch you he's ready to touch you No one can heal you the way he can. He's the alpha and the mega. He's the beginning and he's the end. 